，新年快乐，大家新年快乐 ，Happy New Year，We are back， 我是德如意，噔噔噔噔开始。Everybody， 新年快乐！嗯哼 ，We survived two zero two zero. It's two zero two one. We have to change already. Yes, we keep wanting to say two zero two zero. Oh, it's two zero two one. Twenty twenty one. Oh my god. Twenty. Welcome to twenty twenty one, 小猫。You know when you're in primary school, you need to write date, right? Every time it's the new year, I still write this year. This shows that the neural,、uh, you know, the the pathways, the pathway. yeah, needs time to. So time、in. to change our neural pathway. Yeah, 2021. Let's get rid of all the bad air of 2020. Yes.、Yeah, so,、mm, deep breath. What is today's episode about? Oh, today this is episode sixty-seven,、mm-hmm. and the title is called "Setting Wind Tensions." I like the title. Yes, setting as in wind tensions. Yeah, intentions, but winning ones.、Mm-hmm. Wind tensions. This is my own creation. You made it. Okay, <laughs> makes sense, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely.、Mm-hmm. At one glance, you know. Yeah. So, what's happened between so, last year and this year? This last two weeks. Not much. <laughs> 发福了对吗？因为吃了很多。<laughs> I think that's the difference. I think I think I let go throughout two zero two zero. No, so the win tension is let's get slim this year, right? Yeah. So win tension is also core value.、Mm-hmm. It's interchangeable, right? Correct. Core intentions,、eh, sorry, core, core desires, core desires, core desires. Correct. I see. So we're gonna do core desire mapping exercise today with the Xiao Mao. It's really really fun. We did before, right? We did before, but today we're gonna walk people through、mm-hmm. again because、okay. I think we have new listeners as well,、mm-hmm. and then maybe we can explain it from another angle so you get it. But you can also revisit episode six goals with soul. Well, it's one of our earlier episodes. Yeah,、right? one of our earlier and but still good, right? Very popular episodes. People、mm-hmm. love it. Yeah. So this. Episode. I want to open up with some、uh, reflective and celebratory questions.、Mm. Let's take stock, okay, before we move forward. Sure. So I've got some questions, and、sure. actually, some of the questions we already、uh, answered in the previous in reflections. Yeah, in, in reflections. Episode,、yeah. Correct, correct. So my first question is okay. So Xiao Mao, I want you guys to pay attention to the questions and try and answer along. Okay.、Mm, so that's the, the whole point, right? Yes. Don't just listen to us. Yeah, don't listen passively. Must <laughs> actively listen and participate. Participate. Yes, participate. participate. Okay. The first question I have for you guys is: What achievements am I most proud of from two zero two zero? Okay. So this question is to pat ourselves on the back a bit. This is to give ourselves a bit. Yeah, a bit some credit and acknowledge、mm. because I think that especially some of my、uh, coaching clients, I realize that they come to me and they always. Belittle what they have achieved, or they don't even see it as an achievement.、Mm. And sometimes, after they have coached with me for about a year or two, they have progress in their life, like their mental hygiene is much better. But they don't know that they have improved.、Mm. So when they come and tell me and share with me some of their experiences or whatever, and I notice that they、mm. have changed, because last time they wouldn't react this way. Because I have notes, one ma, I will know ma how far they have come.、Mm. I will always remind them stop. I say stop, stop. Okay, we're not going to coach on your problem today yet. I want to rewind and show you how far you have come. And they say, huh?、Mm. So I will show them. I say the old version of you will not do this, right? Then they say, yeah, actually not. So I think it's important for us to slow down and and then take note and、mm. acknowledge. Then pat yourself on the back and say, ah, I've done something.、Mm. You know, you honor yourself. Right. Right. So this first question does that. What achievements am I most proud、okay. of from 
2020. So if you want to hear our answers, you have to listen to the previous episode because yes, yes. we both answered yeah, that. So we don't answer again. Huh? Mm. Okay. So second question is, what have I been avoiding or afraid to do which I really want? Okay, so this one, Becky, we didn't un- uh, ask in the last episode. We didn't. Yeah. So what have you been avoiding or afraid to do? Oh, no. which hey, I you really got time want? to prepare, right? Huh? <laughs> I didn't have time to prepare. Hey, I don't have like, I only have questions, I don't have answers. Oh, you don't have answers? I don't have answers. So it's on the spot, one. Uh? Yeah. No, because I ask questions, I don't have answer, ma. <laughs> <laughs> You're just the, the asker of the questions. Yeah, so you answer, la, you answer. And then Xiaoma also answer together. It's a great question though. Mm. So what have you always been wanting to do, right? Mm. But or haven't avoiding. done. Or avoiding, yeah. Avoiding, huh? Mm. Okay, I, okay, let me be a little bit more specific, okay? So, there, there might be a lot of things that you're avoiding, okay? But I think specifically, let's uh, fine-tune this question further. That means, what are some of the things that you have said for many, many times and over and over again that you want to do and yet you haven't done it? Mine is write my book. Ah, okay. My, my, my photo book, right? Ah. And then doing an online course, you know, teaching mm. photography. This year, man. This year, Becky. This year. But I have haven't done it. I've done the first mini workshop. The second one just need a lot of why, 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 why? Okay, okay. Why are you avoiding or not taking action towards that? Don't know how to start? Too much work? Scared of success? Scared of failure? <laughs> lazy. Lazy. And also because lazy, so you don't want to go and figure out. Mm. All the things that goes with it. I don't think it's just lazy. It's not. It's not just lazy because you're like, excited also, right? You want ma. You want something but you're lazy. Mm. Then there's also like... Fear. No, there's also like... I don't really know how to teach. That's why. And I don't know where to start. Yeah, so it's not lazy. This it's, is not lazy. It's not lazy. What's you, this? You're experiencing it as lazy. Is That's the easiest way to explain it. You're lazy. And I think there might be a little tinge of that. Mm. But I think it's more like resistance. And the resistance is powered by this information gap. Like, don't know how to start. Don't know where to start. Mm. Don't think I can do it. I've never done this before. Yeah. You know, that's the information gap. And that's basically fear-driven. So it's not laziness. What if you knew mm. exactly what to do? Will you do it? Mm. Will. See? That's a trick question. Yeah. That's, that's uncovers the true intentions behind. No, that, there's also a part of it like um, where I'm asking myself questions like, okay, so what format should mm. I do it mm-hmm. in? La? Mm. The same format as the mini workshop. So the, the, that question will make me question mm. like, oh, there are many different ways to do Correct. it. So then it gives you this hurdle mm. and then you'll be like, oh, there's this hurdle of trying to figure out what format works. Mm. Then you just, forget it. Let's, okay. let's just cast it Let aside. Let me coach you. Uh, let me quote you. If let's say there are four different formats that you can do, mm. my answer to you is choose the format that lights you up, that is easiest for you. Mm. Mm. Don't complicate things. Right. Because I would rather you choose a not so good format that's not popular with other people, but you enjoy it. And so it's easiest for you to deliver. What I would enjoy more mm. would be something that's not live. Okay, then record. Lor. Because if I do something live like what you did, right? Mm. I am worried mm-hmm. that I might not be able to handle the Q&A se- section well. Oh. You know, because I, I like to prepare. Yeah, then you prepare. Lor. <laughs> then we can yeah. prepare fake questions for you. <laughs> <laughs> so that you can prepare all the answers beforehand, ahead of time. Yeah, lor. then then okay, you see the human brain, right? Uh-huh, My brain, uh-huh. then I'll start to think, okay, so if I want to do beforehand... Mm. I'll do nicely. Mm, it'll take so more effort. I'll do a few more. Mm. I want to do a few. Mm. Because if you want to teach people, you cannot teach in... Photography is different, right? Mm. So you can't teach in one session. Maybe, okay, maybe that's a wrong thought. Mm-hmm. Right? So I would think like, oh, you know, maybe I should have 
like a course. Mm, <laughs> you see? A course uh, so that I have lesson one, two, three, four, we can go through a few things mm. so that people can have more value. Mm. Because I'll feel that if it's just a one hour, you might not get a lot of value out of it. Mm. And then if I do a course, I can get people to send in their homework. Mm. I can give some critique. Mm. But by the point I get to this, it's too big by the time I get to, to this point, yeah. yeah, it's too big. Yeah. Then I'll be like, I'm very lazy. Okay, you see, there's a reason why we did a mini workshop. Mm. Because I was just teaching one single tangible thing which is the HTFB framework that's mm. it and it's one hour can I teach the whole lock stock and barrel a lot more then you will be a full on six month course I can but it will take six years to create right yeah. so if it's a simple tangible thing we don't forget that when it's tangible outcome and it's just half an hour an hour people actually feel more drawn because mm. nowadays people are time scarce right. and they don't want to invest too much of a commitment so you make it easy for them to learn something tangible in a short span of time. And the reason why I chose the live format is because I know that if I create a pre-recorded course, it's going to take a long time. I'm going to, be, um, I'm going to practice perfectionism. I mm. want to be meticulous. I want everything to be perfect and nicely. And all the pixels and everything will be nice. But if it's live, camera on, I deliver already. No choice. No huh? choice. And you show up differently because the energy is very different in front of a live audience. Right. You will bring your A game when you have hundreds <laughs> of mouths in front of you. Right. There's no space for you to think, what if I can't answer the question? You will answer the question. So this worry stops me from doing the live thing. Uh, think, what if I can't? Then maybe I shouldn't do the live thing. Mm -hmm. Then I should do a pre-recorded thing. Mm -hmm. So that you feel then, safer. Da, 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 da. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll put a pin on that. But the next course will be taught by you. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> you can't run away from that. So interesting, right? Yeah, but you see, you see, we unpack the question, right? What have I been avoiding or afraid to do which I really want? Mm -hmm. So Becky says that she wants to teach the I've course. I've been saying it for so many years, Write a book, whatever. Write a book, whatever. All right. Yeah. So the thing is, sometimes you're avoiding it because you're scared of failure, but sometimes you're also afraid of what if you succeed. Mm, there are a lot of people watching you. Yeah. Correct. Etc. Yeah. So, Xiao Mao, what have you you been avoiding mm. in your life and afraid to take action towards uh, manifesting it? Okay. My third question is, what have I learned about myself this past year? New realizations and indications. Mm. Okay. So, this question... We also answered. Yeah, we answered right? in our last episode. But Xiao Mao, this question's objective is to bring forth new realizations and indications for yourself, right? Because we are focused on what have I learned... Um, specifically that I didn't realise about myself previously. So you have to sit and ask. Mm. And sometimes it doesn't come naturally. I think this is a difficult question. Very difficult. Which is why it is a good question because mm. you have to pause and really think and dig through. What did I learn that is new? Okay? And then the next question is, what do I want to do more of things that I'm saying yes to? Mm. So what do you want to do more of? What do I want to do more of? Uh? You eh? Me, uh, I want to do more... Um, let me think, let me think. You see, I don't have all the answers, right? <laughs> so join me in uh, creating space and really thinking through. I think I want to do more of saying no. Mm. Yeah, really being very intentional. I'm, I'm getting better and better. When I first started saying no to things, because I was a chronic people pleaser, right? Mm. It was very awkward, like very gawai, very uncomfortable and I feel like I am I always feel like I'm letting someone down or I'm disappointing someone or I'm going to piss someone off or mm. someone is going to judge me or don't like me now that I'm like selfish 
Yeah. Or I'm not so, eh, uh, hey, don't be so uh, reclusive, eh, hey, don't be so unsociable, eh. But now I'm like, you can, yeah, I'm unsociable. If you want to think that I'm sociable, then fine. Because I don't want to go out and socialize in a way that doesn't light me up. So that's fine. That's true. Maybe that's true. I'm unsociable and that's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I, it's very funny because um, in the beginning, you don't come to terms with honesty. Like you are unsociable. You don't feel like socializing. Yeah, yeah. But you, we you don't are like. Yeah, but yet you really, that's the truth. You don't <laughs> want to socialize. So what's wrong with people thinking that you don't want to socialize? Yeah. But we want people to think that we want to socialize yeah, yeah, yeah. at our expense, right? So, so then you end up people pleasing. So yeah. anyway, yes. So I think I want to do more of really just being better at saying no mm. without uh, having the guilt yep. you know the struggle yep. uh, and be really at peace with saying no now yep. yeah mm. true 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 Nina okay so I think I want to observe more mm. right observe more and be less caught up mm. observe my thoughts more mm. be more aware mm. of what I'm thinking whether this is what I really want mm. observe my behaviour as well you know look at my True, what are my true intentions? Because mm. we get so caught, we get so easily swept away, right? Mm. And then we'll do things, and then people will say, Hey, why you do this thing? Mm. And then you'll say, Oh, I do this, do this thing because of this reason. Mm. But actually, you're not telling the truth. Oh, you're saying that the reasons might not be match your actions, right? So mm. I want to be more clear. So I want to observe my mind a bit more. Have there been instances where you realize that you're telling yourself a lie? Like, sure, yeah. No, you have, right? Mm. I think that's what's interesting when you bring this observer role, you play this yes. observer of your own life and you start to question your like... Mm. And I think it happens when we believe our own lies because we want to justify ourselves mm. so mm. that we are right. Mm. I want to make sure that, you know, like I'm not doing anything wrong. Mm. right? But when you observe your mind, you realise it's okay to be wrong. You know why? Those people who want to be right and justify is because they, they value being correct and right more than honesty. But for you now, I think you mm. see more value in being honest. I mean, I do get swept up also and then mm. I end up wanting to be right, mm. you know, and then you will be very defensive and all mm. that. Yeah. So I'm trying, I want to be less of that. Yeah, but the way to open up this possibility for you, mm. like loosen the grip of wanting to be right, is to practice the thought, it's okay to be wrong. Correct. Because Correct. once you once you realise that it's okay to be wrong, yes. you're not fixated on being right. Correct. It's better to be honest. Yeah. That's how you get to the, the realness, you know, Correct. the true Correct. intentions. I mean, I do experience times when um, I'm wrong and I totally accept. Yeah. And it's liberating. It is. So it's a matter of really letting that become my default. Yes. Because as much as you hate being this defensive person, sometimes you can't help it. You want to be right. Mm -hmm. you, you get swept away by it. Mm -hmm. right? I want to reach the point where really I'm wrong and it's really... No ego at all. Correct. Okay. It's okay. Like and even if you're totally misunderstanding me, it's okay also. Yes. You know, I want to reach that point. Yes. That is true liberation. And you know what's the beautiful thing about this is I think the net effect is when you're able to practice this for yourself, mm. you allow other people to commit mistakes as well. You allow oh, other yeah. people to be human as well. You understand. Yeah. Then you're not also fixated about being judgy or like what you should or should not do. Uh, or even what I should do or what I shouldn't Correct. do. Correct. Right? It just is. Just is. And this ties back to the non-perfectionist thing. Because mm. you want to be perfectionist, ma. you want to be perfect. Mm -hmm. You want to be this person who never does anything wrong. Mm -hmm. and but we are not. So are it's not like you said, right? You have to, you accept that you are unsociable. Yes. 
then the struggle and the striving and the proving yeah. melts away. Before that, no you were trying that. to pretend you are not unsociable, correct, right? Correct, correct. But because you are. Correct. <laughs> so there's this, all this effort thing. If you want to be correct and you want to be liked, right, uh, at the expense of what's true to you, then mm. there's a lot of efforting. Yes. And being something you're not. It's almost like contortioning. You're yeah. just contorted, you know. Okay, so, right. so lay, you know. But the, the magic is in the practice. Mm. And then when you get tested, you realise, wow, shit, I'm really bad at practising this thing. Mm. And it doesn't matter how much your intention is. Mm. If you fail to do it this time, you mm. know, you're not doing it. Mm. So I think practice is the most important. Thing. I think for you, the challenge is that you have this intention of being an observer. Mm. The challenge would be when you don't realise that you are no longer in observer mode. And you're ah. just that's that's the only thing. Like oh Correct. oh, actually, I snapped out of it. I forgot Correct. to observe myself. Correct. But this is like meditation, right? It's coming back to the breath, coming to the breath. Yeah, but it takes a long time. All right. Because you know, like our neural pathways are so entrenched, right? Mm. So I also know that okay, it's gonna take a while. Mm. So it's part of the journey, long. Yes. So this year, this is my intention. Awesome. I love which, it. Yeah. Okay, next question, which is the last question, is what do I need to stop doing? Things that I'm saying no to. So just now was what you're gonna say yes to. What do you want to say no to? What la? do you want to say no to? What do I want to say? I don't know leh. I also don't know. Let me think. Okay, so how's your thing, okay? What do I want to we say bit, no uh? to? Mm. Mm. I... Well, that was a very long pause, which was great. <laughs> Must be comfortable with silence. Um, I want to say no to proving. Hmm. I don't feel like I want to prove anything. I don't need to prove anything. So this goes back to the need to prove that I'm right or someone is wrong. Or perfect. Or perfect. Mm. Or validate. Um, I think the validation thing is something, it's probably one of the final core pieces of human condition that I'm trying to dissolve and resolve. And it's still, I'm still not there yet. I, I think on some level, I still do, when I get validated, feel good. Yeah. And I want to get to a space whereby I don't need to work for that. The highest level is when you get praised or when you get criticised, you feel the same way. Yes. You don't take that praise so close to your heart. Yes, yes. But if you still like, wow, get very lit up by praise, then it means still not there yet, right? Yeah, yeah. But I think it's a fine line because at the end of the day, um, we do need to learn how to accept compliments and achievements, acknowledge them as well and mm. celebrate. Mm. So it's not a case of getting to a space whereby you're nonchalant about all these things and you don't feel anything about your achievements or praise. or Like when someone praises you for something, a, a job well done, I want to be able to accept that fully and receive it. I need to learn how to receive it and get nourished by it. But I think the energy is different. It's, it's more like a receiving and let it nourish you instead of a one of craving and needing and right. going out to get. Mm. You know, like the striving. That's why I think proving. I don't need to prove anything. Mm -hmm. And I want to... And this is a concept that I'm beginning to really enjoy uh, whereby I can let people be wrong about me. Mm. In the beginning, it was tough. Like, I understand it intellectually, but when people are wrong it's about hard. me, I still want to try and prove yeah. that I'm right. But now I'm like, yes. If someone says, hey, you know what, Dan, you're not very sociable, then I say, yes, you are correct. You're absolutely right. What if someone say, Dan, you're not very kind? So I'll ask, why? why? Yeah, tell mm. me all the reasons. Or you don't practice what you preach. What if you feel like you practice what you preach? Mm. Somebody comes to you and Then what that. I'll do is I will definitely ask why that person has that thought about me. Like, can you give me concrete examples why you think that I don't practice what I preach? Mm. So I take it 
And then I will, of course, be very thankful for that someone who has the guts to kind of tell me and have this difficult conversation. I don't think it's easy for someone to actually say these things. And I don't let it mean anything that I'm any less. But then I'll just take the data and just process it. Is this something that I can do better? It's, it's, it's about the thing. It's not about the person. Mm. I, I don't, it doesn't make me less of a person. I'm equally lovable. I'm equally good. I'm equally whole. Mm. But can I be better? Can I practice more of what I preach? Were there instances that, oh my God, yeah, I slipped. I actually say this thing, but I did nothing. Mm. And if that is true and honest, it's not about being correct or wrong, then of course I can receive it with no ego in the equation. Mm-mm-mm. It's totally fine. Wow. Yeah, so I want to get to that space. Or, okay, okay. Mm. That's nice. Yes. So you, you your answer? Ma? I think quite similar. Mm. That means I want to do less of, wanting to be perfect, wanting to be flawless. Mm. Yeah, I think that's, it's quite similar to what you said, right? Yeah, just not needing to have, like, not needing so much validation. Mm. Yeah, and not needing to prove to anyone anything. Mm. I think it's very similar. I think for you, which we'll talk about your core desires, which because I had a preview, right? Yours Mm. is about uh, practicing um, imperfectionism. Right, yes. or embracing or allowing imperfectionism. And I think that's um, very helpful and powerful in that when you don't have that expectation to be perfect, mm. then when people have expectations of you, which you don't match up, that's fine. Mm. It's no longer a problem. But when you're always striving to be perfect, when people tell you that yeah. their expectations of you have fallen short, that's when you feel really lousy. Correct. Correct. You see, right? So, so I think, start from me, right? Yes. And oh, then I you can let it. other people have high expectations of you and you not meeting it is fine. Mm. But you can work towards that, but it's fine. I'm not there yet and it's fine. Mm. My corners are... Like really not fine. Not say I'm correct. fine, but feeling very wounded at the same. Correct. But you see, all these concepts that we're sharing with you guys, I do believe that at the beginning, from when you intellectually accept the concept and you feel excited about it and you say, I want to start practicing this. And when you start practicing it, you will find a lot of discomfort. Because that's not oh, your natural right. record. But you will get to a point whereby when you practice it long enough and you go, yes, now I get it. Why this is actually, when soap to me, it was a freeing concept because it literally frees me mm. when I practice it. And you begin to soak in that. You enjoy that concept now, now more than just an intellectual understanding. And there's no discomfort now. It becomes pure joy when you practice yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah so it I want it to really takes that. time. La. I mm. have, but I have learned that learning things takes time. Mm. Just like I learning about investing, right? So many years I read about investing. Never really quite got it, mm. you know. But then I realized this year, oh, I, I finally started to really invest mm. and then I started to understand. Mm. I realized all the last three, four years of reading was really <laughs> teaching me things that mm. was slowly assimilating in my brain. Mm. Yeah, so it took that time. And you know people who are impatient that amount of time, yeah. and want to have fast results and want to like mm. learn something overnight. That is also an expression of perfectionism also. Exactly, exactly. That's what I wanted to talk about. Because perfectionism can be so subtle. Mm. It can be like, you want to do things, right? Mm. Like, I want to learn a language. And you think, wow, every day I have to study exactly one hour at the same time every day. I got to be so consistent. There's a form of perfectionism also. Mm. Right? Correct. Wanting to do do things so perfectly. Mm. Or like, you think, sometimes you think, Oh, since I can't do it consistently, then I better don't do it. Correct. Since I cannot um, swim every day, I might as well don't swim. Correct. So it's very... And it ends up spoiling your plans. Yeah, I think perfectionism, it sounds like a beautiful um, 
aspirational goal to strive to, like perfectionism, it sounds nice because I'm perfect. I'm a perfectionist. Everything I do has to be 100, right? But the point is that when you practice that, what is the end result? The end result is that it stops you from pursuing a lot of your dreams. Mm. It is actually Correct. a dream blocker because you are saying that unless I can be 100, I will not do it. Yes, unless I can succeed mm. or unless I know exactly how it will turn out. Mm. Yeah, but when you practice non-perfectionism, mm. it's like, just try lot. I don't know how. Correct. Yeah. Maybe I won't get 100, but yeah, maybe yeah. 50. Yes. I can try already. Yes. So I think perfectionism at the end of the day is a dream crusher. So it doesn't serve it you is. in the long run, it right? Is. Correct. It so, hmm. Your Majesty. Do you have a sotro? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't have a sotro. I'm Gillian Anderson. Oh, shit. The crown. <laughs> yes, Your Majesty. I have an announcement to make. <laughs> <laughs> really so like it. Really, huh? really good. Do they I look like do I have they a should have casted you? Oh my god. Hey, so anyway, just to interrupt the podcast a bit. Yes, huh? yes, yes. We have an announcement to make. Yes. You know, our Lito Academy is almost almost almost, almost here. It's almost coming. Yes, in a few months. <laughs> maybe two months or maybe January or February. January or February it's coming. We're just putting the final, you know, pieces and the tweaks together. So if you want to find out more, you can go and sign up for the wait list. Yes. Um, we have a dream. Yes. What is our dream? We want to seat 100 founding members. Uh, and then after that, we'll close our doors. Yes. So that we can work on the academy together. We can build a community culture together as well. So the first 100 founding members will be integral to the culture and the shaping of Lito Academy. It's so exciting. Right. So don't be FOMO. Yes. Don't be Although FOMO. we are inducing FOMO in you right now. <laughs> Only 100. So if you want to get first dips, right? And first dips, why? is because when we launch to the 100 founding members, you will have for life yeah. lock in the membership price at the lowest. They confirm FOMO. Right? Yeah. Okay, so go to lito.academy yes. and sign up for the waitlist. Yes, your majesty. Alright, so uh, those were the five questions and I thought it was uh, very difficult. Those questions were not easy to answer but mm. ultimately very illuminating. So now, this part of the podcast, I want to do an inventory check with you guys. <laughs> okay? So I want you guys to think of a few core pillars of your life. Okay? And we have a scale of one to five stars. So mm. there are a few pillars. I want you to grade yourself like where you are right now. No judgment, but just pure honesty, like right. where you are. It doesn't matter even if it's just one star, but I'd rather you guys be honest with yourself. So at least you know where you are right now. Then you can get to point B after you have charted your point A. Mm. So let's check out where our point A's are right now, okay? okay. So the core pillars of our life includes health. Mm. Okay, so health from a one to five, how much do you grade yourself right now? Health? Uh. Uh. Wow, I think... I think I'm generally healthy long, mm. like when I go for my blood test mm. but I'm not doing enough for my health. What about fitness level? I yeah, think it's no. also under health. Ma. Yeah, lo, so it's not good. Lo. Yeah, or your like, energy level also. I'm not um, exercising as much as I mm. should. So you grade yourself how many stars? I think three only. Okay. I think I'm like four. Yeah, you yeah. do calisthenics. Yeah, that, right? four but not super hardcore five kind. Like I'm oh, four. Okay, I don't four. think I'll ever be a five. Okay, okay. Yeah, I think four, I'm happy with Oh, it's good. Like, if I can get to four, I'm very happy. Mm. But I'm so lazy. Mm. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you are sloth. I'm a sloth. You know, so, sloth don't like, go to the gym. Right? <laughs> <laughs> they don't need muscles. Mm. So they don't need to exercise. I'm like a treadmill. I'm like a speed man. I'm like a sloth. I'm just imagining cute. the scene now. Okay, the next category is finance. 
finance. One to five, you grade yourself. I think four. Wow, that's very good. Ah, that's yeah, good. Okay, Wait. I'm happy now. Yeah, I think I feel like I'm a four. You point, five? Ah. No, I think I'm a four point two five. Four point two five. Just say you're eighteen. Eighteen is zero point two five. Competitive. <laughs> um, the third uh, pillar is career or work. Hmm. Career or work. I think okay lor. So it doesn't have to be like a job job. You can be a freelancer or whatever. So where do you rate yourself? Four. Okay. Mm. For me, I feel like I'm a five. Mm. I feel totally aligned with what I'm doing. Wow. It's paying okay. my bills. It's profitable. Right. Very enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I can see that there's a future scalable. I can uh, visualize. Six lah. Yeah, Six upon five. Yeah, like the Exceed 107. Like, like the 107 over 107. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> um, then the next pillar is relationships. Relationships. Ah. Mm, so friendship, mm. um, family, mm. uh, and of course love. I think four. Mm, good. Oh, I don't think I'll read anything five because yeah. you always, always work have in that. progress. Maybe it's the perfectionism. I don't know. Right. Yeah. yeah. I always feel like there's room for improvement. And then uh, there are room always challenging relationships as well, right? <sighs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your face suddenly like <sighs> those those really pull down. Yeah, that's why they have a four mark. Like, 4.95. 4.99. Yeah. Yeah. Um uh, my relationship, I think I'll give myself uh yeah, 4.25. Mm-hmm. Mm, 4.25. Yeah, maybe mine is yeah, four at, at least four la. Mm. It's good la. Then the next one is lifestyle. The way you your way of life, the way you you know enjoy life, the way mm. yeah. Lifestyle, everything in, into consideration. Your quality of life huh. as well. Right. Mm. I think four. Because mm. I, I, there's still a way to go for me to optimize my life. Mm. Yeah. The way I live my life. Mm. Like, I need to eat better. Mm. You know, that kind of thing. Mm. Yeah. But I feel that my daily life is very chill. Like, I don't work that much. Mm. So, I have a very free life. Mm, that's I get good, to right? do whatever I want. That's great. That freedom yeah. and autonomy. Yeah. But there are still, thing, still things that I want to improve about it. Mm. Mm. My lifestyle, I'll grade it 4.5. Mm. Yeah. Like, very good. Great space. Yes. Feel light. <laughs> yeah, oh my God. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, next pillar is community. Community. Yeah. So, I think this is a pillar that a lot of people, they often overlook. Right. Community will be like outside of your family and yes. friends. I mean, what else do you do for the world outside of you, the community, the people, mm-hmm. the society, mm. any contribution? Wow. Yeah. I think mine is like 3.85. Yeah. I think mine, I feel like I'm a 3.5. Huh? Yeah. I think the only reason I pass is because I think that I'm doing coaching and this podcast. Mm. Otherwise, I think I'll fail. Okay, I'm surprised. Because I don't feel like I actively go out and be engaged with a cause, like GLBT cause, oh, you know, no. or environment, like, you know, like uh, our dear friend Carrie, you know, some people are champions for certain things. I don't really champion. The thing that I champion is mental hygiene and emotional management. I think what we're doing with Lito is the yeah. kind of community work, which is already not bad. It's like we show up to record. This is the community work, right? This is it the is, investment you know, of our time, right? But yes, of course, we can do more, much more. Mm-hmm. I want to volunteer next year. I want to volunteer. Next so, year or this year? <laughs> sorry, this year. Confusing. See, yeah. it's very confusing. Yes. I want to volunteer because I always want to volunteer. Then I realise that volunteer, but what do you want to volunteer? Yeah, what is your cost? You can volunteer for the sake of volunteering. Yeah, correct. What is your cost? So I asked myself this question over the last year, like, what are you interested in? Then I think it's education. Yes. I, really, I really love children also, mm. love kids. Uh. Mm. So I want to 
uh, maybe teach tuition for free. Mm. So I signed up for this thing where you, you have to get training on lah, and then you will go one-on-one mm. and you have to take on a kid for six months. Mm. You'll teach them how to read mm. every Saturday. Mm. Yeah. So I haven't gone for the training yet. You know, there's this idea that I haven't really um, discussed with you, uh, but it's been like frothing in my brain and I haven't really decided how to take this, but very loosely, this is my idea that the Lito Academy every month, right? You know, we will have the revenue from membership fees, right? Mm. The whole cohort will decide on, we will vote for one charity cost, like oh. charitable cost that we will donate to. Mm. So we can change. It's not just one particular cost. Mm. We can decide this month is GLBDQ, next one is uh, children, next one is water, then after that is education, mm-hmm. or next one is forestation, reforestation, you know? Like, some part of our proceeds, our revenue goes back to... Sounds good. Huh? Yeah, we I can do that. We can do that, right? Yeah. So uh, just a loose idea, lah, huh? Okay, now that was community. How do you score, right? Is it a one or is it a five? Is there room for improvement? Think about it. The last pillar is essence and soul. Wow. I think that is so integral. Yeah. Essence and soul. How many stars do you grade yourself? Essence and soul. Can you elaborate a I bit? I think uh, essence and soul is, will be about your alignment with yourself mm. and spirituality, mm. a connection to the universe, connection to other people, connection right. with yourself. Right. Yeah. Alignment and essence. I think it's a four. Yeah. High, you should high be number. higher, right? I think I'm like a 4.5. Mm. Yeah. So always have room for improvement, but good enough. I think for me, it's really, wow. Right. I'm, I'm a good space. Good space. Mm. Feels so good. The essence and soul is so important to me. Feeling aligned with what we're doing. Correct. And our values. Then and surrounded our, by people that we love. Right. You know, like really people <laughs> that we want to keep by our side. Right. 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 Yeah. I think if you, if you look at the word essence, yeah. what does that mean? It means that when you reduce everything to its lowest, most concentrated form, what is your core identity? What are your core values? What vibrates with you? Do you know? Mm. And then if you know, look at your life choices. Look at your lifestyle. Look at the way you make um, your money and living. Look at the people you're surrounded with. Mm. Look at the way you socialize. Mm. Look at the way you spend your time and energy. Wow, this one you really got to know yourself well. eh. So it's like an essence and soul one is... But it's also that... Woo-woo thing, right? That it, unexplainable yeah, thing. Yeah, right? in a way, it feels like it's a cherry on top, right? But mm. yet, it is the core foundation. You see how interesting this Mind-boggling, is? Mind-boggling. Eh? It feels like it's, it's only something that you do at the end, the cherry on top, but yet, I feel that it is the core of everything. It is the foundation. Mm. Because once you get this right, everything, it will permeate outwards. Mm. It will have a ripple effect mm. into all the other areas, you know? So this is the thing that we need to work on. Correct. Most important. Correct. And first. Yeah. So after that inventory check, the question after you've created yourself is to ask which areas of your life do you want to improve on? Mm. And I, my suggestion is for every year, don't be like go for a, like a buffet kind of style. Pick one or two areas and you improve on it and be very focused. Like this year, I want to work on my finances. That's it. That's uh. it. Everything else can take a back seat. Okay? Mm. Doesn't mean you don't work on them or get better, but the focus is finances. Or, or this year, okay, I'm going to kind of ramp up on my community. Mm. I want to go from a 2.5 to a 3. Mm. Something like that. Yeah. Or this year, I want to work on my essence and soul. Mm. I want to clearly define who I am. I want mm. to work on myself. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the exercise. Oh, 
I love that. Mm, good, huh? Okay, so now the last part of today's episode is we're going to do this core desire mapping exercise. Mm. Okay, and this is going to be so clarifying for you guys because I do this exercise with my clients and with myself at the end of the year and also at the beginning of the year or anytime I feel a little bit misaligned mm. or confused or lost or directionless or if something big changed, like I have a pivotal change in my life, mm. that's when I go, okay, now what? Let's do this core desire mapping. And it's very centering, very grounding, very telling and very guiding. Mm. Yeah. So the way to do this is it's very simple. I want to explain the concept behind this exercise, yeah. why we're doing that. Then we will walk you through the exercise very fast. You need five minutes only. Mm. Okay. And a lot of us think that, oh, you know, to get clarity about our life, it's going to take a lot of effort. Yes. But all you need is just a very quick um, kind of a sneaky way to get to your true core intentions. Mm-hmm. You know, and this is what the exercise does. Okay. So the reason why we I don't do goal setting anymore is because of this concept that I've come to realize is that every goal that we want to have in our life is not because of the goal. It is always because of the feeling mm. that we think that we're going to get in the having or in the attainment of the goal. Wow. So this concept was first mentioned in Goals with Soul, right? Episode, Episode 6, six right? And Correct. it blew our mind. Correct. Like, oh my god, so goals are about feelings. Yes. Let it sink in. Correct. We always think that the goal, when we say goal, we think that's the end point, right? But I'm saying that end point is not the end point. Or everything that we think is the end point, no. Behind the end point, there's another point. And that point, which you don't see, mm. is the feeling that you think and imagine that you will get and feel in the having of that goal that happens before that feeling. So does it help to ask yourself, like, why repeatedly? So let's say if you, if you want to, I don't know, run a marathon. Mm. So you ask yourself, why do you want to run a marathon? Mm. And then keep asking, does it peel off the different layers? It does. I think it's because we didn't stretch the entire equation. So it's like it's almost like we only saw three quarters of the road. We didn't see the final stretch of the road, right? And we, mm. now, now that you see that, oh yeah, actually, no matter what I do, it's always because of, it's an emotional decision. Mm. But we don't really know that because nobody told us that. Mm. And we are fixated on goals and everyone is chasing goals and comparing goals. So for example, marathon, right? you want to run a marathon. Yeah. So you just think, I want to run a marathon because I feel excited. Yeah. But then you don't really push yourself and ask, okay, why are you excited about the 2.4? Uh, no, not 2.4. 2.4 is not a marathon. <laughs> <laughs> it's just an IPPT. But the, the, For an end, maybe. <laughs> but the, uh, the marathon, right? Then you ask yourself, okay, so why do you want to run a marathon? Why does it excite you? I want to break my own boundaries, maybe. Yeah. I want to achieve the impossible. Mm. I want to stretch my physical capabilities. So why do you want to stretch your physical capabilities? Yes. Is the next question. You have to ask almost five whys. Then you get to the real yes. why. La. Yes. Right? So it could be, I just want to believe in myself. Yeah. I want to know that I have the capacity to achieve something. If that is the, after you ask five whys, right, that's what you want. is because I just want to be able to believe in myself that I can do hard things. Then suddenly, we are talking. Because I'm like, yeah. Do you need to run a marathon? Yes. <laughs> it can be one of the hundred things that you can do. Mm. and try and go for so then it's we, like with my cafe right yeah it's like your <laughs> cafe right it's like the end game of that cafe when we, I ask all the wise the wise the wise I ask quite a few wise and you say I want to create a safe space yeah. for people mm. where they feel like they can enjoy life mm. you know and then I go ah now we're talking mm. other than the cafe what else can you do not to say that you can't do the cafe yeah. but suddenly it opens up 
a myriad of possibilities. And mm. that's when you go like, oh, there are more cost-effective ways of doing it. So I don't need to be so fixated Correct. on one thing. Correct. And the thing is, I think this fixation with goals, it becomes very limiting because sometimes things happen in our life. Like for example, if you want to run a marathon but you got into an accident or you mm. have an injury that prevents you from doing that marathon, does that mean that your life dreams are over? Mm. No. no. It is over if you are fixated on yeah, that. Yeah. And the danger about that is when you are so married to a goal and when it doesn't happen, it generates new thought models about your inability to attain that dream. Yeah. And you become resentful, you become angry. Mm-mm-mm. And then you don't accept your life circumstances. Yep, yep. And that's when you push forward and everything and then you, you, you hide, you retreat because you think that life is being unfair mm. to you. But hang on a minute, if we are really talking, the reason why you want to do a marathon is because you want to feel like you can do impossible things. Mm. Then we can get very creative like, okay, the marathon is not happening, so what? You lost your legs. Yeah. You can't run. So what? There are 99 other things that you can do. Yeah. Right? Let's focus on the po- what's possible instead of what's impossible now. Mm, well, so you see, just a shift in that thought, right? Correct. So you unlock so much. The final, like the one quarter that you don't see mm. unlocks everything and changes the energy of the entire equation. Right. Okay. So this little exercise now, now that I've explained the concept behind why we do core desire mapping and not goal setting, Okay. Now I want you guys to do the core desire mapping exercise together with us. Mm. Okay, so all you need is about five minutes. Okay, so the question is, I want you guys to take a blank piece of paper right now, go and get some writing materials. Okay, and then the question I want to ask you is, how do you want to feel? How is it that you want to feel for the next 12 months? Mm. So we're going to set our core desires for 2021. Mm. And the question is, how do you want to feel? for the rest of the year, for the next 12 months, okay? And I want you to imagine, like, if you are at a buffet, you come to a buffet, and instead of serving you food, I'm serving you uh, all kinds of feelings and emotions. Yeah. Like I bring this silver platter of emotions, and I say, hey, here are 200 emotions that you can ever have as a human being. So fun. Yeah, <laughs> cherry pick any emotion that you can have right now. Wow. The, the world is your oyster right wow. now. You just imagine. So this is not a logical exercise. This is a purely emotional quantum leap kind of exercise. You can have anything in the world. So give yourself five minutes. Please pause this um, podcast. Pause and just do a stream of consciousness. Like, it is not logical. It is not something that's intellectual. It's purely emotional. So check into your heart and mm. your energy. And I want you to just spill out Close everything that you right. want to feel that feels magnetic, that feels... It's like, it's like you have this <sighs> thirst and this hunger for this like emotions and you want mm. it and it feels good. It feels right. It feels aligned. So it can be things like, I want to feel free. I want to feel creative. I want to feel excited. I want to feel feminine. I want to feel sexy. I want to feel empowered, confident, pure, clean, mm. calm, peaceful, whatever. 200 right. different emotions. Just jot it down. So list out Everything. all the emotions. No restrictions. No restrictions. I, I don't have to. You don't have a limit of 10 or 15 or 20. No, this is a buffet. You, know? you can have as many as you want. It's like a magic wand. Uh. You write it down. It's going to happen. You have it. For you. Yeah. you have it. So what are the feelings that you want to oh. feel for the next 12 minutes? We'll be back in five minutes. Okay, put a timer on and then we'll be back. Not five minutes. I will be back like instantly. But you set yourself about five minutes. Okay, okay I'll be back. Okay. We'll check back with you really, really soon. Alright, so it's been five minutes. Okay, was it fun or what? 
fun. Right. Okay. <laughs> very fun. Very fun, right? Okay, so... Do you have a list? Uh, I don't have a list. Uh, I have a, but I've already got my core design. Because you already, already have. I've already yeah. done the, um, okay. the exercise. Do so you have so that list? was the first stage, right? That's the first stage. So yes. you do the uh, thought dumping. Correct. Yeah. It's like a thought download, right? Correct. Yeah, of all the emotions and feelings that you want on piece on your piece of paper. Maybe it's just one page. Maybe it's two pages. Maybe it's three pages. Okay. Mm. So now that you have all the uh, dreamy, desirable emotions that you have on on the on the page on the paper, what I want you to do is to look at the whole list, okay? And I want you to find three emotions that are like jumping out at you right now. Like it feels most magnetic. Mm. Like they are vibrating at a very high frequency for you right now. Wow. Okay, three. Cannot be greedy. Huh? Out of the whole list now, you have to cherry pick three that feels the most exciting to you. Right. And I want you to circle them or put a little star next to it. So you have three stars. Okay? Mm. So I'm going to give you some time to do that. Maybe one or two minutes. Think about it. Okay, look through your list. Okay. If you have like feelings 500 like, feelings Yeah, 500 <laughs> Let's say you have 500 feelings And then maybe you have like Oh my god, everything is vibrating Or whatever at the same frequency I don't know how to choose Don't for more Okay, this is a list That you can always change later So go with what feels right right now Right Okay, and really Check in with yourself What feels excited What feels right Is there a click What feels like Is calling out at you And pulling you in And almost like When you look at it It's kind of Triggering a smile on your face And go like Yeah, yeah, yeah I want this mm. Yeah, yeah It feels right Oh yeah I really want this Oh my god, yes You should have get The kind like, of energy fuck, yeah Yeah, okay So now that you have circled uh, Or put three uh, stars Next to the keywords The three keywords Then those are Your North Stars For the year mm. They are your core desires Okay, so Becky, you want to share with us what your core desires are? My core desires. Well, I really took a took a while, man. Mm. I want to feel connected. Mm. Mm. I want to feel in this world. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I don't want to just be in the clouds. Mm. Um, I want to be with people, mm. and not just be with my current circle, lah. I also want to be more open to meeting new people. Because mm. I, 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 I am not super open mm. to meeting new people. Mm. Yeah, because I always feel like, yeah, I don't know you. Mm. You know, I don't know how this will turn out. Mm. Yeah, so, but I'm feeling like, you know, I want to get rid of this fear. Mm. Yeah, it's a fear. Lor. It's mm. a fear mm. of like the unknown. Mm. Into the unknown. unknown. Yeah. So, you know, then there are moments when I feel like there's nothing to be scared of. Ma. Mm. It's just people. Mm. It's just new people. And we are all the same. We all want the same things. We're all afraid of the same things. Correct. Mm. So I, I started doing that this year. Like really meeting people that we usually connect with only on Instagram. Mm. Yeah. And then, so I want to continue to meet more new people. Mm. And then also my own relationships. So the current one, mm. existing ones. I want to be more present for them. Mm. Yeah. So, you know, like last year... Or the year before, it was for a lot of solitude, yes, law, yes, being at home, yes. But now it's more like I want to be in the world. I want to be with other people. Yeah. Then we are gonna build like a community. Yes. It's gonna be more of that. You know, the energy is shifting for you. Maybe the year after will be. <laughs> yeah. I'll come back again. Cycles, huh? There are seasons. It should be like that, right? Yeah. yeah. Seasons yeah. of so life. Seasons. So Correct. this new season feels like that. That's why I think the core desire mapping exercise is so great because it kind of honors the, the energy that you you're churning. Mm. You're being like inner attunement before going out for the attainment. Mm. Inside out. Mm, mm, you know mm, what I mean? Mm, That's mm. why it's so clarifying because then the decision making becomes very easy. 
after this. But I can see how useful it is to do this every once in a while. Yes. Because sometimes our energy shifts yes. in the middle of the year. It's like a recalibration. recalibration. Like a zeroing. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, you yeah, zero yeah. the weight scales and whatever. Sometimes, right. you know, due to um, kind of vibration or your environment shifting, yeah. you know, earthquake or whatever, then you've got to zero the, the scales, right? Yeah. Or reset. A reset button. Right. Yeah. So we cannot be afraid to, to do this recalibration. Of course, guys. More than once a year. Lah. Yeah. We can do it three months. Do it anytime you feel a little bit lost or misaligned. misaligned That's maybe, yeah. okay, it's time to update certain things. Yeah. Or even after you do the same exercise, right, the exercise and you realise that your core desires are exactly the same. It's fine. Mm-mm-mm. It's like, okay, I still want the same things. Yeah. Or you realise, actually, no, things have shifted for me. Right. Right? You know, Derek Sievers, right? Mm. He's... He's very into this also, but he doesn't really do it in this way. Mm. But he's very clear about what his intentions are. Right. So he'll be like, okay, this year I feel like meeting people. And he goes to the extreme one. Yes. So he will meet like- He will live it out. 5,000 people right. in a year. Right. And then he'll live it, right? And then he'll get tired. Mm. And, he, and then he'll be like, okay. Out of the system. My new intention is I want to be a, uh, what, what do you call that? A recluse. Yes. And then he will go to New Zealand. Yes. And then he will not meet people for three years at yeah. Khan. Eh? Yeah. He's like, do one thing, but do it well. Yeah, correct. You know, you get it out of a system yeah. and you cause you just kind of extract all the nourishment from that mm. experience, right? Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah. So what other core desires do you have? My other one is observation, ah. which I have talked about, yes. which is observing my mind. Such a big theme for you. It is, uh, mm. yeah. Observing my mind and then all these years of learning about mindfulness, mm. now learning to practice it, mm. not just in theory, mm. right? Mm. And then also breaking through mindsets. You know, like, mm. we have so many mindsets that stop us, like, me and my online course. Mm. You know, all these weird mindsets that I have. Mm. Yeah. So, a lot of thought work, lah, mm. I think. Mm. Then the third one is wanting to feel um, at peace with myself. So, this is actually non-perfectionism. Mm. So, I want to be just is. Mm. Whether I'm good or I'm bad. Mm. Accept I, everything. I want to accept yourself. myself. Yeah. Yeah. Accept criticism. Mm. Accept that I'm good enough. Mm. Or even accept that when I do things, I'm not really great at it. Yeah. I'm good enough. Yeah. It's okay. Exactly. Go with good enough. So these are my three intentions. I love it. And becoming truer. Becoming I want to truer. feel as I am, right? So I want to feel just is, right? So mm-hmm. that's becoming more of me. Yes. And not becoming better. This is what I learned yes. in your workshop. Wow. Oh yeah, we mentioned that. Oh, yeah, we talk about this. Because the way you frame it is, you know, like we think that self-development work is about becoming better, mm. which of course is what I always thought as well. Mm-hmm. But then you said, it's not about becoming better, it's about becoming truer. Yes. Then it made me see that, oh yeah, <laughs> it's true. And us, or me wanting to be just as I am, it's actually the same thing as trying to become truer. Yes. Yeah. And then now there's less baggage of like always wanting to be better yes. and better and better. Yes. Why can't I just be myself? Yes. More and more of myself. Mm-hmm. Of course, I need to improve also. Mm. But the improvement shouldn't be that core thing. Mm. It should the, the core thing should be accepting myself. Yes. Yeah. So it makes the, a world of a difference. It is. It's, it's actually, it's not a subtle shift. It's a huge shift and it makes all the difference about becoming a truer version of yourself through self-development work. And this goes back to one of the core pillars that we mentioned earlier, which is soul and essence. Hey, this I, needs a whole episode. <laughs> yeah. Can we I, do? I yeah. think for you, you are definitely going to focus on this pillar this year, the soul and essence. Right, because like, this is what we're yeah. talking about, you, you, right? It's so you clear, talk right? about accepting, allowing, presencing, right? And yeah. observing. Observing. And uh, practicing imperfectionism, accepting yourself where you are, who you are right now. Yeah, And everything, everything's mm. okay, right? That's soul and essence work. Mm. That is soul and essence work. 
So how many points do you give yourself, Jen? How many stars? Is it four? Huh? I think maybe it's not four, you know. You rate, you because rate. sometimes you're very generous, right? Right. Like, wow, and we, that's okay. we, we rate things. And that's and like, okay, right? High, that's but accepting yourself, ma. I'm mm. a four. I'm a fucking rock star, <laughs> right? I'm a four and I want to be yeah. a five now. Or I want I'm, I want to be a four. I'm a, I'm a four. I want to be a six right now. Right. I'm a fucking rock star. Okay, I don't think I'm a rock star <laughs> in that area. You're not a rock star. Maybe 3.8 lah. Mm, you're not a rock star. You're a crystal star. Oh, what's um, that? I don't know. <laughs> I just came up with it. Um, okay, cool. My core desires, um, same as your first one, connection. Mm. To me, connection is everything this year. Connection with myself, connection with other people, yes. and also facilitating connection between people. Mm. So I want to be um, kind of facilitator as well. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Yeah. So that's what I think will be exciting also and totally in line with what we're doing with Lato Academy. Yes. Yeah. Then next one is growth. Mm. Right? Self-development, tr- being truer version of myself, growth. Growing. Growing my bank account, growing the my own uh, mental hygiene, yes. growing my relationships, growing the business. Growth. Just growth. Anywhere. So nice. yeah. Anywhere. As long as growth, does, does this thing help me grow? Am I growing? Then I say yes. Mm. If, it not, if it's not, it doesn't help me grow, no. Oh. Okay? Then um, my third core desire is focus. I want to be like Derek Sievers, do a few things, very curated, very selected, right? But like I immerse myself and I be very intentional and I focus and I harness my resources towards it. Do you have a... It. Do you have an issue with focus? Yes, I, I have this, like, I'm like a squirrel. I'm like, not squirrel. Um, I have this shiny object syndrome. I get distracted very easily because I'm a typical Gemini, right? I get easy, easily excited and I'm a better starter than a closer or a finisher. I start something very, very strong. I don't really see through it that well. Uh, I'm better already because <laughs> I know that is my weakness. I've been working on it. Uh, so, and I think that I chase so many things because I, and the thing is, I tend to be good at whatever. I put my heart and soul towards. Mm. So I tell myself, like, I can do many things. Yeah. I can multitask. I'm a rock star. Then what, what problem does this cause you? What it, what it does is it drains me. Mm. Uh, I get tired. And then I realize that sometimes I drop my ball off, even if I have the best intention, because I only have 24 hours a day. Mm. So now that I have reality checks, and now that I always sleep seven to eight hours a day, I don't compromise on my sleep anymore. I used to be so resistant towards sleeping. Yeah. But now that is a non negotiable. Mm. And the way I feel, like I prioritize my energy now. If it's a non-negotiable now and it's a priority, it means I don't want to spread myself too thin. Mm. I naturally don't want to spread myself too thin, no matter how exciting a project is. So how many projects are you doing now? <laughs> Remember last year, it was like <laughs> 10? <laughs> I don't know. No, la, now uh, maybe about 5. Five different... Five. And I have the parking lock. Remember at my mini workshop, I talk about the parking lock and a parking lock analogy. Mm. Like we can have all the things, but not all the things at the same time. Yes. So now I don't really have FOMO. Now I'm like, yeah, I'm going to work on this. It doesn't mean that the other things I want to pursue, it's, it's gone forever. It's mm. just not now. Not now. But this is because you're also working on your thought work. Yes. That's why you are able to accept that. Okay, like I only have five slots. Correct. If not, the FOMO is still there. Yes, right? yes. That's why this, this girl don't see how trained her. Because I used to be totally FOMO and think that I can do so many things. Mm. You know, I can spin 10 plates all together. Then meltdown lah, meltdown mm. Just like that yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. learned a very visceral um, lesson. A very painful lesson. Painful, real, you know, visceral like, lesson. And I know that I cannot operate on that level anymore. Yeah, okay. So yeah. focus. Focus mm. is a big thing. For and me. then my last one was, um, it's kind of, if you listen to the last episode when I shared that passage, 
uh, it leads mm. into the core intention that I have for this year, which is enjoying the littlest things. Oh. <laughs> like like a crunch of Always, I mentioned yeah. about the crunch of a buttered toast. Yeah. Right? The smell of evening rain. Yes. You know, the sound of rain pattering on the roof tiles. Mm. Little, little things that you blink and you miss it. Yes. Or you tune out because yeah. it's like low value. Yeah. You know, like it's, yeah. it's, it's not big enough. It's not big enough. It's not grand enough. It's no, no, no. I think the, the grandiosity of it is in how little it is. That's how I love it. Be- beautiful it is. Because I it's so little, it. it's so grand. I love it. Then <laughs> you, are, you are really living life. Like, like it doesn't matter, you know, yeah, and where you, you are. And you know what? What is so um, mind-blowing about these littlest but most grand, glorious experiences is most of them are free mm. and they don't cost a lot. Yeah, and yeah, if yeah. you are able to find joy and really connect with these moments, you realise, oh my God, you don't need You're a so lot. You're so blessed with Yes, like the slivers of joy is peppered throughout your day. Yes, yes. Right from like a clean, fresh mouth after you brush your teeth, you go like, oh, this is like a million bucks, <laughs> right? Or like a, a nice, again, buttered toast. I don't know why I keep going yeah. like the buttered toast because like, it's just huh. so simple. Yeah, yeah like cool. the crunch of it. Yeah, yeah. And it, you feel the texture of it and things like that. And I'm not trying to be funny here. I'm, I'm really beginning to now be able to tune into these things now mm. that I find my life... Every day it feels so normal and common, but yet I feel so joyful. I like yes. juice the joy out of everything. You squeeze the marrow out of life. Ex- yes, exactly. <laughs> what a way to put it. I squeeze the marrow out of life. I want to share this exercise that I've been doing. Uh. Mm-hmm, it's called mm-hmm. the one thousand gratitude exercise. Okay. So you imagine you name every day mm. one thousand things that you're grateful for. Every day, one thousand things. Can you do it? Wow. It's very difficult, right? So. They calculate, right? Mm. If okay, let's say at this rate, like I'm thankful for my eyes, my ears, my nose, mm. um, for my ability to walk, yeah. for my friends, for the light over there, yeah. the windows, oh, for the rain today. Mm. At this kind of rate, right? Um, it takes about forty-five to fifty minutes to actually do to 1, reach one thousand. Ah, but you don't have to do it for for fifty minutes in a row. What you right. just do it throughout the day. Ah. five minutes each time. You mm. just do it about nine times. I love it. And you keep getting reminded, like, oh yeah. my god, what you tell? Yeah, I have legs, eh? Yes. Oh my god, I'm I pain can free. hear. I'm I can pain see. Free. I'm pain free. I, I can don't breathe. Have, I don't have a sore throat today. Yes. I got my fingernail. I can see, yes. Yeah. yeah. I got spoon in my house. Right. Got my iPhone. I got clean water. Yeah. I got a friend here yes. with me. I got my hands. They're able and capable. Correct. I got my skin. Yeah. My skin is such an important organ. Yes. I got my tongue. Yes. Right. Lovely. It's so powerful. I like you know what I like about the one thousand because it pushes us. It pushes our capacity mm. and our ability to do it. Because most of the time when you do the gratitude journal, it's just three. <laughs> So it becomes so Some easy. Some even say, just, just think of one. Just think of one. Hey, thank you. Gratitude. Then you realise that, oh, actually, when you do 1,000, you realise, you really got 1,000 things to be grateful for. Like, you really have like... You see, I, I think that this exercise is so empowering is because when you have trouble putting down simple things as gratitude, that, that shows how much you have taken things for granted. Mm. You know, it's like mm. a mirror. Mm. If you're having problems just putting down three things you're grateful for, and when I ask you to put down the ability to breathe or, or clean drinking water, and, and you, you don't think it, that, yeah, yeah, that shows the problem. We are all conditioned to not see these things as gifts. Mm. 
That's the problem. Mm. I love it. 1,000. Let's start practicing. 1,000. Hey, maybe you know what? Hey, yes, I was going to say 1,000 <laughs> gratitude items, right? And then we just volley. You know, yeah. last time we do R O C K rock. Let's play. Play what? Play cars. Then we come up with all the brands like Hyundai, Toyota. <laughs> ah, so we just take them, we just clap. Then you just, hey, shall we do that? Okay, sure. Then make a, make a same break, make a chain the chill, yao ching ke. Huh? What we actually write down 500 each already. <laughs> you see, you don't even need to get to 1,000. Hey, I think that's so fun. Let's do that. We'll oh do my, that. Love Let's it. do that. Okay, next episode. Oh my God. I love it. so lucky. Yeah. So anyway, wow, one hour. Oh my God. Okay, anyway, going back to the core desire mapping exercise, okay, I want you guys to know how to apply it. Okay, now that you have got three or four of the North Stars, what I want you to do is to write each of the North Star on a piece of a sticky note. Mm. You can do three or four sets. I want them, want you to stick them where you can see them every day, like at your workstation, in front of your vanity mirror, or do like digital wallpapers for your phone so that you see it every time you unlock, mm. uh, or maybe in a cupboard or whatever, okay? So that you get reminded about these core desires that you have intentionally written for yourself because it's so easy to forget yep. and get distracted, right? So you expose yourself and you see it all the time and then it becomes second nature. It's like your anchor points. That's why I say it's like a North Star. Mm. And how you apply in every day is everyday life is very simple. Now that you have your North Stars, whenever you feel confused or you have a decision-making dilemma, you don't know what to choose, option A or B or C, all you need is to ask yourself this question. If I'm a person who wants these core desires, so for example, a sense of connectedness, mm. right? I want to feel focus. I want to feel peace, right? This year, okay. Or I want to feel abundance or whatever. Okay, so you say, if I say that I want more abundance or more peace, what will a person do? What would uh. this person do? So if, if you say you want to prioritize peace, how will you choose? That's all you have to ask. That's, it cuts through all the noise. Nice. Right? If love I it. want more love, how do I decide? If I want more peace, how will I decide? Which option gives me the thing, that the feeling that I say I want? Because recap, it is not the goal, it is the feeling that you want to get to. Mm. So, you also can use that to say yes or no. Exactly. things that come. Exactly. So, for example, all things being equal, on a normal day, without knowing what your core desires are, you will just make decisions based on very common Arbitrary, metrics. right? Yeah, yeah. common uh, society uh, determined metrics, right? Yeah. So, for example, let's say um, without your core intentions, you have a job that comes in and it's going to uh, give you $10,000 and you say, yes, I'll do it. Mm. Right? Because $10,000, but if let's say you have core intentions of space or maybe time or peace, okay, peace, mm. for example, then you say, if I'm someone who wants to maximize and welcome more peace into my life right now for this year, for the next 12 months, what decision can I make that will bring more peace into my life? Mm. So if this job is going to lock you down and you're going to report to someone that is like, oh, you know, this is going to be, you know, uh, a high maintenance job. This client is going to be difficult. Mm. You know, the money is going to be painful. Then you walk away and say, no. Wow. Easily, because mm. you already predetermined and you're very clear about the feeling that you want. Mm. If you if you take on this job, it will be counter to what you want to feel, and that's when you will have a lousy year. Yeah. Even though you make the True. ten thousand dollars, because yeah. it's counter to what you want. Mm. So this is how you practice it, lah. Mm. The core oh, designs. Love it, love it, right? Thank you. Yes. So come to the that end. That was of the really co- useful. Yes, practical yeah. tool. 
it works every year. Mm. Um, works every time I feel misaligned and right. I teach my clients this and they go like, oh my God, then this is the easiest thing to do for myself yet so powerful. Shit, you're born to do this. Yes, Ling Xiangu. Another episode. Uh, Another episode we will title it A and D end. Okay. Yeah. So okay, by the freshman. It's called You Kong Ji the Yes. So this year my call intention is Connection. Connection. Mm, community. Community. Mm. Yeah. So you kong the Okay, everything is like new, right? Oh, uh, And then um there's some verses that I want to share with you. It says one come Okay, uh, Yay。新年快乐，everyone！Happy
现自己也长大了许多。同一般的我们，其实眼里差太多。同一个理想，用心能点亮心花火。期待的是分享各自的生活。我们不要只是说说，有空要记得约我。期待的是分享各自的生活。我们不要只是说说。
好，我们是插班生 ，and we are here at Lito Labs. Yeah, because yeah. if you like to listen to Lito, Lito podcast,、yeah. please follow them on at Lito Labs and on also, Instagram. You're going to be starting the new Lito Academy. Yes, it's a membership program. You can go to. Lito.academy. Lito. Yes, that's the full URL. Oh my God. OMG. Yeah, I mean HTTP is like yesteryear. <laughs> yeah, that's like twenty years ago. It's like twenty nineteen. So by the way, we're very Singaporean, so you know if there's a queue, you have to join it, and、It's、there、good. is definitely a queue. Yes. yes. So you have so to go join, to lito.academy to join, join their, their waiting, waiting list. It's not even join their mailing list. It's join their waiting list. Because I mean, why do you have to live in the moment when you can wait? <laughs> Worth waiting for.、Mm. So leave a review on iTunes. Just search for the Lito podcast. Yes. Well, only leave a review if, if you, you think it was good. good say, yeah? Yes. If you have nothing good to say. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye.